What is up, guys? Welcome back to the Why Are We Watching This podcast. This week, Zach's experiencing digital hallucinations, and Sean's a doctor playing God, because we're watching Electric Nostalgia. It's the fucking Catalina wine mixer. <laughs> God. What the fuck is up, guys? I'm Sean. I am Zach. And welcome back to our podcast. Welcome. Thanks for joining us. Uh, okay, yeah, this week we watched Electric Nostalgia. Electric Nostalgia is from 2016. Yep. It was your pick, Zach. It was. <clears throat> this is a horror sci-fi film. I would argue that it's hardly one of those things. Uh, <laughs> this movie's not rated. It was an hour and 31 minutes, written, directed, and pretty much everything by Jacob Burns, who's made a handful and a half of short films. This movie has a 3.5 rating on IMDb, and there is not an available budget or box office because it's straight to streaming. Yeah. (sighs) Okay. Um, I would give you the synopsis written by the creators for this movie but it's almost not true at all as to what happens in the movie so instead i'll give you my quick synopsis here a scientist discovers a way to resurrect the consciousness of the dead into robot avatars blurring the lines of identity death and letting go oh ain't that something yeah um fuck man i'm gonna let you kind of talk about this movie for a second because (laughs) I think that it's pretty obvious how I felt about this one already. Maybe not. I didn't hate it. We'll talk about it. But... Yeah, okay. Well, uh, I wasn't really able to do my notes, so I kind of did quick notes at the end, and it didn't really like retain anything, but I do remember the movie pretty well for the most part. Um, I, I, I watched this movie on my phone, uh, so <laughs> that's kind of why. Why? Um, why? Um, I was watching it in my car. I was, like, chain-smoking through the whole thing. I tried to, like, start this movie two other times. It's a tough one. It, it, yeah, it was. Um, I gotta say, though, like, the, uh, their, uh, summary or synopsis, whatever, um, that's what drew me to watch this movie. So I just want to warn you guys, like, it's, I'm sorry, but it's not as cool as they make it sound. Um, yeah, this movie is, uh, cool in as far as its concept. Yeah. So essentially what happens though, is you've, you've got this guy who's, uh, some sort of scientist and his wife is very involved with his own work as well. And, um, you know, it's the fucking process. Yeah. Uh, we'll get into that. Yeah. I have some questions about the fucking process. I mean, watching this movie was a fucking process. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Anyways. Watching this movie was a process. Um, <laughs> I had to start it three different times. This movie was filmed in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. I only put that as a shout out. My mom's from Oklahoma City, so hey. I, had to, I had to put a little bit of represent there. Uh, this movie's Hi, black Mom. and white. This movie's black and white. This is the first black and white movie we've covered. Is it? Yeah. Um, it, I hate to say it, but that kind of bothered me. But at the same time, I was like, well... Maybe it was the best way to make this movie look good, and I can appreciate that. Kinda. I think that's exactly why they did that. Yeah. 
Um, but it was just like, oh, you're so artsy. Like, that was what I thought when I first saw it. Yeah, you know, when it comes to black and white uh, in modern time, I really have to consider why they're doing it. Because with, like, f- with Clerks, I know that it was black and white because that's all that Kevin could afford. Yeah. Um, but even with that being said, I, I think Clerks works the way it is. Clerks works. <laughs> Uh, this movie, girls twerks, I know that they were filming on cameras that film in color or at least raw, which you can color. Um, and so I had to question what the purpose of the black and white was. And I really just think that it was because they didn't really get the look on things that they wanted. Yeah. Which is kind of unfortunate. Yeah. Um, so, just to run through the movie really quick. Uh, so, the guy's a scientist. His wife, she's involved as well. They talk about the process. But the thing is that they don't explain the process once in the movie, really. I mean, they kind of do, at, like, more towards the end. But, like... They try. So, uh, th- this movie has its own science kind of revolving around it. But the thing is that they don't explain any of the science or what exactly they're doing slash why. They just say it's going to, like, save lives and, you know, it's... And it's like, okay. And it sucks because I was like, this movie was literally a combination of like three to four movies. Um, and I was really bummed out by it because <laughs> I was like, I like some of those movies sort of. But they're like killing people, I guess, or or digging up cadavers in order to try and bring people back to life. Um, the man and his wife uh, get in a car accident and um, he like, Calls nine one one or something, but then like hangs up halfway through, uh, and and so then you see him uh, or you think you see him taking her uh, back to his lab. He's like, oh, well, I'm gonna try to bring her back. So he does that, um, and then we cut to uh, we we get Rachel. Yeah, well, hang on, because the Rachel character, like, I get why there's so much of her in this movie. But it's such a waste of fucking time with, like, dealing with her before she dies. Because that's going to happen to every fucking female in this movie is they're going to die. Yeah. Because I was like, okay, I guess this is the main character. <laughs> and I guess technically it is. But, like, then she dies and yeah. then it's someone and then they else. switch actresses. It just, it, it kind of reminded me of um, Dr. Parnassus. The Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus. <clears throat> I haven't seen that. So, it's a great movie, by the way. It's it's an interesting watch because you have to really think about what's happening. Sure. But basically, it, Heath Ledger was acting in it when they were filming it, and he died during production. Mm. Uh, famously after Dark Knight. And they, what they did was they... I, that's a grim way of putting it. I was going to say they used the opportunity. Not exactly an opportunity. They... Uh, worked with the hand that they were dealt uh, in unfortunate circumstances, and they cast a handful of actors that look similar to Heath Ledger. Famous actors, though, that are also famous faces of their own. And what they did was they would have it so that every time he went into the Imaginarium and he came out, he had been altered. Oh. And so it made sense with the story. Yeah. Um, Yeah. This movie tries to use its own logic to make it make sense, and it does, I suppose. But the actresses really aren't strong enough to hold up the idea. Uh, yeah. Honestly, though, when I was really, like, at first, I thought the acting was really bad. The, the first handful of actors you see are awful. 
further throughout the movie, I think they kind of find their niche. I think a little the doctor bit. definitely it's, does. The doctor does. I do think the girl who is Alexa slash Rachel. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the end, I do think once once she it's like once she lets her hair down. Yeah, she, I can her see acting kind of gets better. Yeah, I can see that. Um, but I think it's because she doesn't have to act like confused and stuff. And I imagine that's like really hard to act a way you can't comprehend feeling, and that's yeah, because it's hard to like be like oh well like act scared but like lost and like you don't know who you are. It's like uh well. Exactly. Well, and then it's the ways something hard to emulate if you've never experienced it. And the ways they would try to get you to, basically, what they would do to get you to associate that oh, it's the same person is like the little the hand gesture that she does when she's Rachel before she dies <sighs> yeah, the first time, the which I was on stuff. Dude, they so heavily leaned into it that I was like, yeah, I get what you're doing. Way before they got even got to that, I was like, I get it, I get it. Sure. Um. I, the, b- <sighs> this movie is like so weird to talk about uh i know so without cutting you off here uh after this sorry as far as the lineage of the movie next we do meet rachel and i thought she was kind of an interesting actress and character Mm -hmm. um and they bring up project project lazarus yep which if you're writing okay if you're writing a script right now and there's resurrection or there's maybe frankenstein themes don't use the term Lazarus. Well, in like four years ago or something like that, the there Lazarus, the Lazarus effect, effect came out. And that's what I feel like this movie's really ripping on, but it's also ripping on, uh, which I haven't seen Flatliners, but I know it's about. I totally agree, and I totally didn't think that when watching this. One thing that we neither of us brought has brought up yet, I mean, obviously this is a very Frankenstein movie, um, but the movie opens with the quote from Frankenstein, which is, the labor of men of genius, however erroneously directed, scarcely ever fail in ultimately turning to the solid advantage of mankind. With, okay, I get why they used that and the inspiration behind it, but that was such an awful quote to use, especially with the little time you get to read it. Because the first couple times, I was like, what the fuck does that say? I had to, like, pause it just to read it. Because I was like, what is this trying to say? I still, like, didn't get a chance to really, like, finish it and understand it. I was like, oh, okay. Well, so I didn't look into it, but which uh, I kind of like hate this trope. Although, no, I know as soon as it came up, I was like, oh, Sean's gonna rip on this for sure. I well, just the trope of like the doctor playing God going crazy thing. I say that though, but like, there's so many movies that I like where that's a huge plot point. It just depends on like how well you do it. I mean, Event absolutely. Horizon was that way. What, which one? Event Horizon. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> um, and I mean, like. The sad reality is it's also real life is the same way, you know, uh, yeah. historically speaking. So I I don't hate that that's a thing because I understand that it's real. I feel like that when you movies feel like it's do overdone. it, exactly. And yeah. it's usually done like to an extent that's kind of cheesy. It's kinda I know. I, I really like it was kind of scary, but I really wanted the Lazarus effect to be really good. And I didn't think it was. Yeah, me either. I but I love good. Olivia Wilde and I love um, Mark Duplass. Yeah. Yeah, so. he's great. Uh, he's good in everything. Did you see uh, either of the Creep movies? I, we've talked about it. I saw the first one. Right, okay, right. Uh, I recently saw the second one. It's an interesting take for a sequel. Yeah. Uh, I, I wasn't in love with it, but it was interesting. Anyways, God. Uh, Rachel dies. 
the whole bit about Project Lazarus and her signing up is that she was going to be the next consciousness to move. <laughs> yeah, which, like, this is the thing, is, like, <laughs> they try to make it so, like, vague and stuff. But it's like, okay, well, you guys need to have some sort of level of explanation, though, to make this believable. It, it, dude, it's way too vague. They don't, like, explain their science. They didn't make anything up to sound scientific or smart about it. And then it's like, it's like you have so many sources. You guys could have easily, like, pulled from that and, I don't know, made it your own. Dude, I, I spent the first hour wondering where the fuck the second body is coming from that they keep, that they're using to put the memories into. Right, well, and, like, I was so confused the first time because when she first comes back, I did think it was the wife. And I was like, okay, so she comes back, like, he grows a new version of his wife. Right. Like, uh, rapidly. Um, But then when that one girl comes back, I was like, is that the same chick before? And I was like, so it's the wife's body? And then, like, I start realizing, I'm like, oh, it's, no, it is the other girl. And then she sees her dead body with the, like the cement bar through it or whatever. Right. But then I'm like, oh no, it is a different person. There's three girls. Yeah. It was so confusing at yeah. first. It was super confusing. That's that's what's like crazy to me is this movie tells you like kind of nothing and it's so confusing. Well and so it got to the point where what I thought the movie was gonna be was that like they were just really kind of like fucking with people slash experimenting on them for like trauma and stuff like that or something and so i was like oh they're what they're doing is i was like they're they're not doing it well but it's being executed because it seems like they don't know what they're doing but it's kind of working out for them where they're making her appear like crazy where she probably really isn't but it gets to the point where she's insanely crazy because it drives her crazy right and then that wasn't even the case Uh, it was like really straightforward i was like who wrote this me (laughs) No, you would have written a much better script than well, this. Well, thank you. But uh, the, uh, so, like, honestly, I, I we've derailed the synopsis. Well, but we're not that far off because <laughs> we've gotten to Rachel. We know that she was part of Project Lazarus and she dies. Yeah. So from there we get the new Alexis. Right. Uh, which the first one in the she's credited as Alexis Prime. No, is it or is Alexis Prime the wife? No, that's what I was saying. Oh, Alexis oh, Prime is the wife. The original wife. Yeah. Um, but then Alexis, Rachel, Alexis, it's just this this avatar body that they keep, that he, Which, the doctor is using to put did, all these memories in. Well, okay. I was going to say, why'd she even use the name Alexis? I know she was using a cover because she wasn't going to say Rachel. Yeah. I, yeah. But I guess it's because the previous inhabitant was Alexis. This is where but they don't they don't really like make that solid. You just have to assume don't. that. Yeah, this is where I think the movie is actually really interesting in a cool way. Is the idea of um, well, at least until they reveal that she's literally a robot. Yeah. Uh, I would. They kind of use the brain like a hard drive, where when you erase everything, it's not really gone. You're sort of just saving shit over it. Yeah. Um. Because she has these like glitches, which oh my god, the movie. The, okay, the hold on, hold on. The title for this movie is not that bad. When they use it in the movie, it's really fucking bad. Well, so like it seems like he doesn't know. He's kind of like bullshitting. Yeah. And the first time he explains it, and it seems like he's not sure about it, and like doesn't really know what he's talking about. And then later on, he says it again, and he sounds more casual about it. And I was like, that would have been a much better. 
first time yeah, sure. with it. Like, like, why aren't you a confident character? They, his character is all over the place. Well, and then he's like, uh, he's like, oh, the memories will fade in a couple days. And he's like, oh, they'll fade in a couple weeks. Right. And then he's like, I'll fix this. I promise. And I'm just like, oh my god, dude. But then, yeah, it leaves me wondering, like, well, what the hell is the process? What, okay, what's the point in this? Here's, okay. This whole time she's having these digital hallucinations, these electric nostalgia, as he calls it, which I fucking hate that he calls it that. And also, you could have rolled the credits after he said it the first time, and I would have been more content with this movie, probably. Uh, But while she's having these, like... The idea is cool. She's having these hallucinations where she feels like she's in them, where she's seeing... She's watching them she's from, like, watching, a third point of view. Um, her old experiences. Yeah. That's really cool, conceptually. But in it, there's this glitch of this person without a face. Right. Eyes without a face. This character in the movie makes no fucking sense to me. I mean, like, I get why they're there. They explain that. Yeah. The first one. But why are they there? So that he's not the one in the memories killing everyone. But he still does. But he's not killing anybody! Right, he's like erasing their... uh, Doing a sweep. A mind sweep. With that gun thing. Yeah, but... What's (coughs) the point? But my point is, yes, I get that that's what he's doing, but like... He's also the reason that they have to have their mind erased because they're having these hallucinations about right. this. This character's pointless. Yeah. Well, at that point, it's like, well, that's that's what I mean. Is like they 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 say they're gonna save lives with this science, but they don't say why or what it does. Dude, they're not gonna do anything because this doctor's process is him being stuck in a fucking loop, in like a feedback loop with himself because yeah. his wife died and he can't let go of it. Yeah. I mean, really. Yeah, and they tried to make it really, like, cool and edgy by being, like, it's the process. It's, it's the fucking process. Which, like, it's, like... <sighs> it's so cringy, dude. Uh, yeah, this movie is... Kind of poorly, just poorly put together. It is. <laughs> there are a few scenes slash shots that I thought were really good or interesting, but it was also, like, like there wasn't that much... There wasn't enough dialogue, I feel like. It, but the thing is that like it was so poorly written before that I'm glad it was as minimal as it was. Yeah. Which oh, maybe that like was it, the thing. I still feel like it was way too long. Oh, absolutely. An hour and a half. Yeah. No, this should have been. Could have been maybe 45 an hour, minutes. 45 minutes. Yeah. 45. Um, if they cut out all the stupid shit, made it 45 minutes, it would have been a good short film. During uh, what's her name? Rachel, mm-hmm. during her birthday scene when she's eating the cake and the guy goes to take the picture and then he's like, oh, let me turn the light on. Why the fuck are they sitting in the dark eating cake? Or like, what? I'm like, what the fuck, well, dude? It, I, I mean, it, it, yeah, I know. I know what you're going to say because there's the candles. Who the fuck turns oh. the light off so that they can blow candles out? No, I kind of figured it was uh, it was still daylight out. God, dude. So they didn't have the light on, but then he's like, oh, well, I want to take a picture. Oh, but we need the light on now. Which, I say that, though, because it's it's dark in the scene. Yeah. It's not, like, dark like it's dark outside, but it's, like, not well lit. Right. So I was like, oh, they're just kind of sitting in a darkish room. And then he's like, oh, I guess I'll turn the light on so I can take a picture with you. But I was just like, what the fuck? Also, his phone was old as shit. Everybody's phones in this was old as shit. Yeah. I know. How did they just not be like, let me use your real phone? It was it was bad. Uh, do you want some peanut butter crackers? 
I love I'd love some. That was so dumb. They're my favorite. I knew as soon as they did it the first time, I was like, oh great. They're doing this so that when she's but, later, they're gonna ever say it again. Um, yeah, and that way he feels this like comfortable connection with her because it's really his ex girlfriend or fiance. Um but he doesn't know that and then thinks she's like creepy. Which uh that first scene with him when they're talking about something he just keep, he keeps going like yeah mhm yeah 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 Dude, like after everything she says bitch. he was very annoying God. although like once it got to once she died i felt like he was decent oh when he was like really quiet when cold he's like and mopey distant. and stuff yeah <laughs> he played that really well <laughs> it was real he probably actually got <laughs> broken up with yeah he probably got dumped um, cuz his acting sucked he was awful uh, sorry uh whatever your sorry, name is actor Oh, God, I'm going to burp. Okay, did you think the doctor looked like John Cena? Like a discount John Cena? Uh, Ish, yeah. Like, I kind of felt that. Yeah. Because um, he, they did make him look really big. They put, look like, the tightest shirt, shirt on him. Yeah. And they film really close, and then they also make... They just make him look tall and broad. Um, also, why was he hideous without glasses? Yeah, that was weird. It was like a weird effect. Like, he looked like a different looked, dude. Yeah, he, he really did. The glasses made him look, like, kind of cool. Even uh, though they, were, they weren't, like, cool glasses. So I have a question. When they show the scene of the dude at the grave, uh, after Rachel dies, her fiancé. Oh, yeah. Okay. Do you think that they found a grave... And then named the character based on what the grave said? Or do you think that they had the character's name and they oh. were like, shit, now we gotta go find a grave with the name on it? Interesting. Was that her first... Do they discuss her they last name? They don't give her a last name. So on the tombstone it just says Rachel? The, it does on the tombstone, but they never call her by a last name in the movie. Right. Um, yeah, I think they found it and they used that. Or it was like they wrote the character and they f- they happened to find one that said Rachel. I think that's probably what it was too. And they were like, "Oh well." But I go. was like, "Shit, dude! I know what I'm doing for my next story." <laughs> Just kidding. I'm going to the graveyard to come up with some character names. <laughs> <laughs> what about Archib- Archibald Silverthorne? <laughs> they're, yeah, they're all just the crazy ass names. Alexis Rachel has her hallucinations. Eventually, we we start to realize that this person that she keeps hallucinating with no face. Is was the other person that yeah, was in the car it's accident? Like, oh, that night. I was thinking it was the the doctor, the glitch guy, the the buff dude we were just talking about. You think that was the glitch too? That that's what I did think. Oh, I no. thought that was just him from her memory. Oh no, of so, him killing her. So that's a real person. So he says that uh, no, he picks I, his wife up. Yeah, and then he also takes the body from the other car. Yeah, because he's like, that's not the only one. No, I know that. Oh, gotcha. But what I'm saying is that when they were leading up to it, I thought the whole thing was that she was remembering him. I gotcha. And when she finally remembered it and said it to him or something or realized it, he was going to, like, strangle her or something. That probably would have been a better plot. That would have been a better plot. Um, That's what I mean. I was like, oh, is this going to actually, like, get decent? See, that would have been good. No. I hated that, that it was, that he was, okay, the re, here's why I hated it, because he's like, I didn't have time to redesign anything, and that's why the person doesn't have a face. Yeah, he's like, I had to use what I had. Okay. So he just clicked print. 
So print, that, print, 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 print. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, no, but at one point he's showing um, the like Alexis Rachel how to like make a face because he yeah. says, "Do you want to do it?" Dude, there's no other option. There's two eyes, a mouth, and a nose. You slide them up to where they go. So I'm like, what do you mean there was no option? And also, what is this garbage-ass software you're using that we're like, design a face? It's like, well, you can put the eye on right, or you can kind of jank it up a little bit if you want, I guess. But yeah. I don't know why you would want to do that. I hated this movie. I know. Well, and it was funny because she accidentally j- jinxed the eye up, and she's like, oh, no. And then it turns, like, blank, and that's kind of where you get that foreshadowing right. of the face, which... I didn't really know. I was like, oh, okay. So she just fucked up her file. and I hated this movie. But the thing was, I did. I was, like, just imagining the whole time. I was like, what if she, like, did, like, the goofiest face? Like, like, God. Well, I was hoping they were going to print some derpy-ass face on accident or something. I was like, that'd be fun. Then I thought maybe she was going to do something, like, really scary. Yeah. That would have been interesting. That would have been cool. Yeah. Um, That's it. That's the movie. He erases her mind and starts over. Yeah, it's the fucking process. I will say, okay, waking up in a new body would be pretty fucking creepy, though. Well, yeah. Unless it was Brad Pitt. Sure, yeah. That'd be cool. There's there's a number of, there's a vast number of different men that I'd love to wake up as. Sam Ham. Or John Ham. Sam, Sam Ham. <laughs> the writer. Sam I Am. Green Eggs and Ham. John Ham. Sam I Ham. Uh, Frank, what's his name? What? The Punisher. Frank Castle. No. <laughs> Not the character, the actor that plays him in the show. Oh. Or John Barenthal. I was like, Frank. Frank. I was like, I the character's Frank name is Frank, Frank Castle, Castle, you John fuck. Barenthal. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to sit here and list men that I find attractive. That's yeah. what I'm doing right um, now. Oh, no, is that uh, what we're going to do? No. Um, But no, yeah, I was just thinking that would be kind of like an odd uh, experience because like, which I will say the girl that plays uh, the Rachel Alexis. Okay. The Avatar. Is she the one that does the cries? The last airbender. She says, like, why me? (laughs) Uh, when? She says, like, why did you do this to me? After she, like, wakes back up, her consciousness and a new body. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was really good. Like, acting-wise. Because I was like, honestly, yeah, you would probably be thinking, like, why the fuck did you bring me back to life? Which, anyways, the reason I thought that was good is she's exhibiting... Yeah, that was the right word. She's exhibiting signs of something called Frankenstein syndrome. Yeah. Uh, which this movie, like, I like, already I didn't ask to once. be born. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I uh, got it. Which I think that's pretty cool. I mean, it, at least when you can nail that with the story, because I think a lot of people kind of miss the point on Frankenstein, and they give you just this killing machine, and it's like, well, no. It's more so about, like, life and the lines of, like, death and... Like yeah, it, it had know. a very deep message to it, and, yeah. like, it was, like, really good fo- – like, it's crazy how good writing was, like, back in the day. Oh, my God. And then the fact that, like – I mean, this is not this has nothing to do with, like, the quality of writing, but the the sad reality that Mary Shelley had to mask her identity when she released it because she was a woman. Yeah. It, but it's, like, this iconic piece of writing now, and also, like – you can't fucking go 10 feet without finding a piece of media based on it. Yeah. So it was just like, my God. Uh, yeah, you were right about the murder glitch looking really dumb. Uh, yeah, that was just a poor effect. It was like, 
I don't know, whatever software he had on his laptop, and he was like, oh, this is kind of cool. Yeah, it was like... But it was like, it would have been cooler if he made them, like, look more, like, static. Yeah. But they didn't. Or blurry. They went the cheapy, cheesy... Blurry would have been good, too, because she's like, I, I can't remember it. Blur Blurry would have been really cool. That's what I was thinking. I was, But then it does this glitch stuff, and I'm like, what is she, a robot? Oh, wait, I guess she was. <laughs> um, but... Uh, <laughs> Um, I guess technically she's an android. See, this is what I'm saying. The hard part about this movie and all the shit that's annoying about it is that it's kind of just like, what is happening with this? And by the time that you're starting to get annoyed with not knowing, they're like, well, here's an answer. And you're like, I, I would have rather not known. Yeah. Honestly, like, <laughs> yeah. I, I hate that I even asked. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's like you went to go order a coffee, but <laughs> they gave you a beer. Kinda. You're, they're like, it's bitter. It's fine. And you're like, no, yeah, no. And you're it, you're like stuck in there, so they're like, are you thirsty or what? Um, Despite death and resurrection, Rachel does get to live out every girl's fantasy of hearing what her fiancé truly thinks about her. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was kind of funny. I mean, he he just said that he was going to break it off because she was distant. And no, which for it sure. It was because her job. Which, I mean, he wasn't wrong, and I, I kind of... I did like I, that he was confessing that to her, and she, unknowing that it is her, she's like, oh, I made a mistake. No, but totally. Uh, that was corny, too, for her to just be like, I made a mistake. Like, he's not that great, you know? What do you... I kind of, like, side with him on that, because it would suck having to be that distant with the person that you're with. But at the same time, he did know mm -hmm. that that was going to be a big part of it. The only part of the whole argument that, uh, before she leaves and dies, because that was a part of it was him being like everything's confidential when he was like being butthurt about it yeah when she leaves he's like where are you going and, and she's, she's like, like it's, it's confidential. confidential i was like oh that bitch <laughs> i thought it was good i was like good on her that was a pretty good one <laughs> that's rough dude um but you're right it was he was asking for no, it he was but the dude just wanted to be a part of his fucking fiance's life yeah that's the part that sucks i guess yeah no it does suck all of my notes are questions that get answered within the last 20 minutes of the movie. Yeah, that was like, I, I feel like everything got answered within the last 20 minutes, and I was like, oh. But in the most unsatisfying <laughs> way Yeah, exactly. Possible. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's it? This is another example of a cool concept with poor execution, and uh, I mean, I don't know. That's it. That's all I can really say about this movie. Wh what are we going to score it out of? Shitty fucking, I don't know. Uh, trash. <laughs> trash cans. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, like, just, uh, we'll just write it out as uh, straight dumpster fires. Oh, God. All right, well, out of five, out of five dumpster fires, what are you going to give this one, Zach? Wait, so does that mean we should give it a bigger score if it was worse? No, let's go by the same rating. Uh, one big ass dumpster fire. Just one? Yeah. Wow. Um, the writing did not save this movie. No, like, you're right. Like, or no, no, no. The cinematography, the stuff that was good, was not strong enough to save this movie. Oh, the writing was god awful. You just reminded me of something I did want to talk about. You brought up the cinematography, and I'm totally agreeing with you. Okay, handy cam is good in a movie sometimes, guys. 
Every shot does not need to be handheld. Absolutely. There's so many shots, which there were some where it was like so steady that I was like, okay, finally they used a tripod. Dude. But there was... was like one shot where it was like really long and then like it's pretty steady and then you see like a shake and I was like, oh. My Dude, God. I was getting electric nausea watching this movie. It yeah. was terrible. I... I had electric diarrhea this morning. <laughs> Gross. I, yeah, I, I couldn't. And my problem with it is like, most of the handheld shots were really good. As far as, like, yes, there's movement and there's a little bit of shake to it, but it's pretty smooth. Yeah, it wasn't bad. But, th- but it was every too much. shot doesn't need to be that, dude. It yeah. gets hard to watch. Like, my head was starting to hurt. Yeah. Um. <sighs> yeah, I agree with you wholeheartedly. The cinematography would have been the saving grace for this movie. Not too but, shab. but I wouldn't. I wouldn't say it saved the movie. I. I I actually gave the movie a better score than you did. Because <laughs> wow. I, I scored it on my letterbox. Oh, well, today. I almost gave it a 1.5, but I was like, you know what? I, I don't know. Nah. I it's gave not it a 2. It. Wow. And I I think that it's, if I'm being honest with you, which by, by the time this comes out, what I'm about to reference has been out for a while, but please check it out. I just made a short film. And so I feel like I'm being generous because I'm going, you know what, it's tough. And I get it. Dude, that short film you made was better than this movie. I kind of agree, and I didn't want to, like, I don't want to think that about my own work. But with that being said, no, I I look at it and I go, you know what, if I were going to make an hour and a half movie with zero resources, I would hope that it would at least look as good as this movie did. Yeah. And with that, I'm giving it a two. Although, I usually don't give movies that much credit just for looking good. Yeah. And so I, I 100% am attributing it to the fact that I just finished a small thing, and I'm feeling like as someone who's just starting in this or is an amateur, that's what I should say, uh, I want to be supportive of other people that are also amateurs. So I'm giving it a 2 out of 5. I know that sounds like backhanded, but no. I really am trying to be honest and be like, no, I think it's a 2. It looks good, but there's no story. Really. There's not enough story. Well, and that's why it was a 1 for me. So would you recommend it, though? I kind of honestly think, after talking about it, it's more of a 1.5 for me. I wouldn't really recommend it. I maybe if I would recommend it to a, an aspiring cinematographer. As a way sure. to say, here's what you could look for. There's a lot of stuff that's good in it, but there's a lot to go. Maybe don't do this so much. Don't lean into the handheld so much. Things like that. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Like, I'm not mad that I watched it, but it, I'm more. I'm bummed that it wasn't like as good as it could have been based on the right. I that's what I was thinking. I was like, I love when you know we just I just pick one of these movies or you pick one of these movies and it's like a gem. And I'm like, dude, this movie was so good. Speaking and of. No, I know it. Next week's movie is a gem. Oh, yeah. You haven't seen it, but I am so excited. And I'm going to even tell you guys what it is. Next week, we're watching Wolf Cop. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. I'm fucking stoked. Wolf Cop. Dude, I've been waiting. I've been waiting since, like, the end of season one to do this movie with you. I just forgot yeah. to do it last season. So yeah. um, that is the that on that with this one, guys. Do you have a letterboxed yet? No. Okay. I haven't really had time uh, to do that, really. If you guys are interested, you can follow me on Letterboxd, Sean Shank 4L. I mean, it's just my same tag for everything. Yeah. Um, make sure to go ahead and follow us on the Instagram and the Twitter at WAWWTPod. Yeah. Uh, please, you know, leave a review on 
wherever you're listening to this, whether it be uh, the iTunes app or uh, Google. Castbox, Google. Are Stitcher. we on Spotify? We are on Spotify. We're on Spotify. Um, and I think Spotify is our second most popular streaming app. <laughs> so interesting. There's that. Um, we talked about my short film. I probably you'll probably have heard about it at this point in the podcast because editing. But uh, go to YouTube and look at Do You Dream? Brush your teeth. Hopefully by now we have something else as well. Yeah, I'm hoping maybe by the time this comes out there's at least one or two more. I think that we should have at least one more by now. Yeah. Um, but we are just hoping to make some short films and uh, maybe contribute not only as critics but as filmmakers because I feel bad talking shit about movies without anything to show for it myself. Sure. Yeah. Um, I got to say really quick uh, – it really bugged me that they didn't really capture the scientist aesthetic. Where are the lab coats? You know, like why did everyone just look like they looked in a, they worked in a law firm? You know what's funny? Now that you say that, I think this movie could have done with some lab how, coats. How hard would it have been to buy lab coats for 20 people? You're right. It, God damn it. It's weird. You know what? I also recently just watched a movie called Depraved, which is also a Frankenstein movie. I think and you're telling good. me about that one. You said I should watch it. It's pretty good. It's an mo- another modern take. Um, watch that if you want something about like sci-fi resurrection. Although that movie's more of a horror than this film. That movie, Victor Frankenstein, is that what it was? Yeah, the newer like. Yeah, with uh, Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I think it was Elijah Wood. I think they're both in it. Oh, really? Yeah, because one of them's Igor. Well, Daniel Radcliffe is. Yeah, so I uh, who oh <laughs> they don't I don't think it's Elijah Wood. It's so funny to me. I um, love that. That movie was like not that bad. Oh really? But the ending wasn't that great. Do you not see it? Oh. It was pretty cool. <laughs> Although the ending it wasn't amazing. The only thing was that I think it got a little too heartfelt kind of, but isn't that kind of how like, you know, well, the original Frankenstein was? Uh yeah. There's some sort of heartfelt ending to it. Well, that's the whole idea is you're supposed to... The irony in Frankenstein is the scientist loses his humanity and the monster shows his. Yeah. You know, the whole that's like the major irony in that people try to chase science, they try to play God, and they lose their humanity, and uh, I identify with a monster. I'm... You know how... Side... Side track here. You know how Henry Zabrowski is like super obsessed with uh, the Phantom of the Opera. How it always comes up when he talks about how when he was a little kid. See, you say that, but I don't listen. I haven't listened to a lot of the newer stuff because I it's peppered in. Yeah, but I started pretty early on. Dude, I'm I don't know. I'm listening to their old thing right now. Oh. So, but it's peppered in. He'll randomly just bring up how he's a he, he was a fan of Phantom of the Opera and how his dad thought he was gay. Like it just will come up randomly. I haven't heard that yet. So my Phantom of the Opera was the Frankenstein monster as a kid. Okay. Where I'd look at this monster and be like, well, I don't know. He's not really like a bad guy. He doesn't really know better. Sure. Like he's just, you know, he he didn't ask to be born. Like that whole concept. Um, yeah, watch Depraved. I don't know why I brought that up. <laughs> I've been listening to a lot of last podcasts. You know what? Instead of watching um, uh, Electric Nostalgia... Go watch, like, Flatliners or 
the Lazarus eff uh, effect, <laughs> or uh, man, watch, I had two other good ones. Watch last Flatliners, night too. the original. That's a good movie. I had two. Oh, the other one I kind of thought it w uh, reminded me of, or at least they took reference, uh, maybe not reference, but inspiration from Reanimator. Oh, definitely. That yeah, was go watch one. Reanimator. Yeah, go watch Reanimator. That's a great movie. Um, I think I had one more, but I can't remember. But Reanimator, it reminded me of that, which I forgot. I have seen that. It's a great movie. Uh, maybe we'll cover that, or maybe one of the sequels. There are two sequels to it. Mm -hmm. Bride oh, of Reanimator. And Beyond Reanimator, which was made in, like, 2006. Interesting. And has Jeffrey Combs in it, the same, uh, dude. I love Jeffrey Combs, man. He's in, uh, uh, The Frighteners, and I love his character in that movie. We will be doing The Frighteners at some point on this podcast. It's such a great movie. Yeah, you already got it, didn't you? Yeah, I have it. Okay. Yeah, I forgot we were going to do that, and we haven't done it yet. Yeah. I. Oh, by now, I will have already gotten my copy of The Color Out of Space. Uh, Pre-ordered that. So uh, follow me on Letterboxd for my review on that movie. I'm so fucking excited for Richard Stanley's The Color Out of Space. Yes. I really wanted to bring that up. Cool. Okay. Well, um, you know, just like this movie finally ended, this podcast has to come to an end, so... But do not fear. No, we'll be back. We will be back next week. We'll be when... back like an ex-boyfriend. <laughs> Hopefully that's not the case. If you have an ex-boyfriend, don't go back to him. Yeah. It's not going to work. Uh, but tune in, because next week, Sean's going to clog the toilet, and Zach is wrestling a rat king. Peace, bitches! Watching this.